everyone, welcome back to another episode of... Explain it slowly. 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 So, you have an amazing nose. Just like we talked about my amazing digestive system. (laughs) (laughs) You match that up perfectly with your amazing nose. Please talk about it. (laughs) It's funny because that episode had the most uh, downloads (laughs) ever. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I'm so tired right now because my nose has been killing me. It's out of commission right now. (laughs) It's out of commission. (laughs) Yes. So, why has your nose been killing you? Please explain. Uh, I don't know if I come across sounding really weird, but my nose—I'm—I have allergies right now, and my nose is constantly running, and I'm constantly sneezing, and this is, uh. Because we have a cat. We have two cats. But one of the cats uh, has been having problems. And she's been peeing all over the house. And since I have a super nose, I sniff out everything. And because of that, my nose has been, like, I guess, overdrive. Mm-hmm. Is that the term? Yeah, overcommissioned. Yeah, to the point where I can't stop it from being sensitive and overreacting to everything mm-hmm. yep it's the life you live it's the life i live um i guess we can talk about our cat Kitan. yeah what her problem is uh it started a few months ago where she was peeing all all over the house and we knew it wasn't a behavioral thing because it's not like she's trying to mark territory because this is her territory and nothing has changed to cause her to mark territories. Mm-hmm. So we knew it wasn't that. And currently she's sitting at the window and scratching at it frantically. Kitan, stop it. Kitan, down. And so, but she would do it so often that it was annoying so we took her to the vet thinking that maybe she has a urinary infection. Mm-hmm. And usually that's what caused them to like pee all over the place. Yeah. So took her in a few months ago and the test came back negative. She didn't have any um, bacterial infection or anything. But they did give her a shot just in case. And came home and they said it's just probably behavioral. Like just observe her, you know. Yeah. Just observe her, and if she does it, then, like, maybe just take note of what 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 it is that change, and that maybe she'll stop. Mm-hmm. And so, she and, did it again. And no, so, and before that, the doctor also said she was, like, overweight. Oh, yeah, she's overweight because she's fat. Cause yeah. I, I give her everything. And, and so, therefore, we thought, hey, so she's, like, so fat, she's got, like, lumps, so when she, like, bends down or turns, it, like, pushes on her bladder... And that's what maybe is causing her to pee, right? Right. So we we did what the doctor recommended, and we got a, like a cat tree because like how do you exercise a cat? Uh, we also got a cat wheel, which ironically enough, she's the one that uses. Uh, she doesn't care for it. She just sits on it. Yeah, she sits on it. But every now, na- like every now and then, I wake up in the morning and I hear grong 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 grong, and she's like walking on it for a good like ten fifteen seconds. But then when I like peek my head out. She pauses, <laughs> and then she gets off, and she says hello to me. She's like, "I uh, didn't do anything." <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm like, I'm like positive it's happening. I just can never like catch it on video. I only ever see it. Um, so yeah, we, we thought it was like because she was fat, 
Uh, and she's not really that fat. She's like very big boned. She's and big. She, and she's, she's a hefty. big cat. Yeah. Um, but like, yes, yeah, so we were like, okay, we'll feed her less. We gave her, we're giving her less food. She has stuff to exercise with. Um, but it kept happening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kept happening. It kept happening. And so we, we, we literally, like, I bought, um, on Amazon, I bought these, uh, blankets that are like, quote unquote waterproof to a certain extent so that when she does pee it doesn't we, go through it doesn't go through as quickly so we can react and clean it up or you know get it off the furniture so that it doesn't seep into our really <laughs> nice couch that we just bought but mm-hmm. yeah a week into buying our couch that's when she started peeing she peed everywhere and on the couch it. is tainted yeah <laughs> so so I got these blankets and it got to the point where the entire house is covered in these like waterproof pee blankets, but it's still not stopping her from peeing, you know? So we decided to take her to the doctor again. And uh, this time we did find that she had some, what are those? Crystals. Sto- crystals or stones. Yeah, in so her- crystals lead to stones, but basically. It causes her to be unable to like hold back her pee uh-huh. because in the urethra, uh, which is basically the tube that connects your bladder to the outside world, uh-huh. those crystals would slowly like pass. Uh-huh. And if you like contract the muscle to prevent the liquid from passing, they would compress on the crystals and hurt basically. Uh-huh. So you don't like hold it as much or as well uh-huh. so that's why she leaks super easily so we've no like we've fully i think uh ironed out the behavioral uh-huh. thing because when we watch her uh she would just be like sitting relaxing and either sesame would jump somewhere and that would scare her and she would like leak a little uh-huh. like that's one thing but then the other thing is, oh, she goes and she's, like, bending over to, like, lick herself. And at that point, she, like, puts some extra pressure on it and she leaks a little in her face. Like, that's not <laughs> a behavioral thing. She's not marking her face as yeah. territory. Like, there's something wrong. And she, like, panics a little and she, like, gets up and she tries to, like, clean mm. it up. And it's it's clearly distressing to her. Yeah. Like, it's not like she wants to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's causing her a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. So we finally decided, let's just take her to the doctor and then see what they said. And the result did come back that she did have crystals, mm-hmm. or she still does. And we're, we're treating her with some special urinary, like, diet or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's and, supposed to dissolve the crystals. Yeah, and damn, they are expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a, like three two, times, two to three times the mm-hmm. price of regular cat food. And when I went into the doctor again, I'm like, how long is she supposed to be on this? They're like, her entire life. And I'm like, her entire life. (laughs) Like, I can't afford these type of, you know, special type of food. And I'm like, can I buy these anywhere? Or is it it has to be here? And she's like, no, these are prescription, uh, like, dietary food. So you have to get it from us. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, if it's prescription, is it okay to have her be on it her whole life? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but I yeah. think it's like a preventive thing. It's not really like, right? And, and then you never know. Like, is the vet just trying to scam you right, out because of like they often some, do. some side income or not? And it's like it's really tough to tell. They often do. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I first got these two, and I took them to their very first exam, 
And I had this coupon from the shelter where if it's your first exam, they waive the the exam fee because it's quite expensive, the exam fee. And it's per cat. It's not like you go in as one one deal. Yeah, it's not like it's one session. So therefore, you know, it's one price. It's like, no, it's per cat per exam price. And it could be quite expensive. And I took them to this place where it was near us. And before I went in, I while I was waiting in the off in the in the room, I was like, okay, let me look up the review of this place. And the review was all about these people trying to push on tests, trying to push on uh, like things that are unnecessary. So now that I have, so I had that in mind. And when I went in, I told them like, okay, I just got these cats two weeks ago. I need to do their exams and like just their shots. And I have this thing and I don't need these like extra stuff that because currently they're not being out and they're going to be indoor cats. They're not going outdoor. I don't need all of these extra things. Right. Mm hmm. And so when I told him that, the doctor's like, okay, okay, I'll, he, he, like, he noted it down. And then he, he's like, okay, we're gonna, um, I'm gonna give this to the receptionist. You can go ahead and pay. And then in the meantime, I'll take care of your cat. So when I went to the receptionist, like, she was like, okay, your bill is like $400. I'm like, $400? What do you mean? Like, I didn't want any of these. Like, you were supposed to take them off. And then she's like, oh, okay. So then she, she taught, she was like fiddling with the computer. And then while she was doing that, another nurse came out, grabbed the two cats, took them back in. And then, and then that nurse was the one that's like, okay, here's your bill. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, these things I just told this nurse that is sitting here that I didn't want on for the cats to be done i want you to take them off why are they still here like it went through three people i had to repeat Mm -hmm. it three times for them to take it off and i'm still standing there it's like they they pretend that they don't hear you Mm -hmm. and hoping that you don't catch on because they're expensive these cats when you bring them in it's every time i bring them in per cat is three hundred dollars you know so so good thing I, i i looked at the reviews and i know that vets often try to push stuff on you that are unnecessary because they can get away with it you're right. you're not going to say no you have a lovable creature that right. is in your care and in your responsibility and therefore like unfortunately because of this people don't bring their cats to the vet when right. like something is wrong um because they know ahead of time like hey the vet is gonna be stupidly expensive yeah and it's it's unfortunate that it is that way for people who supposedly care about animals so much that they want to like make it their life's mission to like help them right and it's so unfortunate i think because they can't tell you what's wrong with them Mm -hmm. you know so a lot of these doctors they're just guessing what could be wrong with a cat so they're pushing all these tests on you because you care for them so you're like okay i'll just do it but not realizing the bill comes out to be like five hundred dollars at the end of every session Mm -hmm. you know i remember keith had some sort of uh bacterial infection when we first got him when we first brought him home and there were signs of it little traces of it they said so we did this special test where it cost extra money like three hundred dollars per test or whatever so we did this extra test and they said oh you need to bring in a stool sample for each kin and i'm like how like they share the same litter i don't know what kind of who who's is who's (laughs) to bring it in for keep that so they're like okay it's fine we'll just do the test on her so after they Hmm. did the test the, the guy came back and he was like, okay, the test is negative, which is 
which is a good thing. And I'm like, okay, that's good. So she doesn't have any of these inf bacteria infection. He's like, no, she's actually pretty clear. The thing is that like this type of infection only happens in dogs, but we do it for the cat anyway, just in case. And I'm like, did you just say it only happens in dog, but you insist that I pay $300 for my cat that I already did pay to, like, get a test that is going to be negative anyway? <laughs> so I, I felt for that one. <laughs> yeah. But it was okay because we had just gotten them and I didn't know any better. And it's better safe than sorry because she did have a false, sort of like a false positive result. Mm-hmm. And so it was good that we got the test anyway. But it was so funny that after we did the test and it That's came when back. That's revealed. That he, he then reveals to me, actually, this only happens in dogs. Mm -hmm. It's so rare in cats. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And the, the same thing happened when, when we went in just recently. Not the same thing. Um, but something very similar happened. Uh, or of a similar vein. Because I was saying like, hey, like, maybe she just has, like, a weak bladder. Uh -huh. You know, she's, like, an old lady and she can't hold her bladder. Yeah. Even though she's two. Um, yeah. So, like, is there anything to do that? And the guy was like, unfortunately, that exists for dogs. Uh -huh. Like, a medicine to, like, Could... help with weak, to help control bladder issues. But it doesn't e exist for cats. Uh-huh. So, like... Unfortunately, like that's I can't do anything about that. The doctor said because, yeah. like, on the same thing of like dogs and cats. Oh, and like, these are two different doctors I'm talking about. Yeah, this this doctor that we took her to recently have been the doctor that Demetrius' family goes to for decades now. Yeah, for all our cats, basically. Yeah, uh, and yes, it's not the cheapest thing in the world, but at the very least, I feel like they respect you as a human. A little more than some of these other places. It, it depends so. because this this guy that we go to, um, he he seems pretty straightforward. None of that bullshit, mm -hmm. and like he's very reserved. Like he doesn't try to outsell you on stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas the first person that I went to when they were kittens definitely was trying to outsell things that like, and he was a young dude. That's why. Mm -hmm. But your your person mm, seems it's a hustle. Yeah, I wonder if he recognized you because your family's been going to him so long. I I doubt it. Um, like he might recognize my mom more than me. It's funny because every time I go in, they're like, "What's the last name?" So I give them my last name because I took Dimitri's last name when we got married. And since his whole family goes to this doctor for the for their cats. Uh, they're like, you're Maria? I'm like, no, it's the other one. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So the whole family is on there. Your aunt is on there as well, mm -hmm. even though she has a different last name. Like, the whole family goes to this one doctor. Mm -hmm. So... Well, yeah, because when you find a good one, you, like, yeah. you, you recommend. Um, and that, that's, like, part of the, the benefits of doing good business, right? You get, you get recommendations and... You get multiple generations of cat. Like, when you go in there, like, is this for Dusky? No dead. Is it for Mochi? No dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole family tree is there. <laughs> um, they don't actually do that to trauma, traumatize, yeah. like, bring yeah. up old wounds. Um, but, yeah, like, you can think of it that way. Like, they know, they've known uh, our cat family for quite a while. Yeah. So anyway, back to the nose thing. Uh, since Keithan's peeing situation, I, my nose has been in overdrive and I am super sensitive for the past two to three weeks now. Mm -hmm. Constantly running nose, like sneezing. I My nose, I blow my nose so much that it's so dry that it hurts to even just breathe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? 
So that's the problem. And but, it's finally gone to the point too where the smell is so intense that I'm also yeah. Like yeah. I wasn't able to tell like what's like the scent of her pee for like months. Uh huh. It wasn't until like last week you said, "Oh, like she peed in my sweater," and you put it in the bedroom uh-huh. for like a day. And then when I opened the bedroom, like the whole bedroom stunk. I, I didn't uh, put that was the first time like I identified what that pee smell that is. pee smell and then since then I'm I can smell it everywhere and I think you're a it, little like, bit like flipped the switch yeah, if that it, makes sense yeah. and and now like it's driving me nuts too you're you're being very sensitive too right now yeah and I'm like. Right now, we're sitting at my desk recording. There is a, a smell. <laughs> There's a stench. But the problem is, I know there is... I can't pinpoint where it is in my office right now because my nose is shot. But I know it's somewhere in my office mm-hmm. and it's driving me nuts. And I smell it the most when I'm at my desk. So she must have leaked somewhere around my desk area. Mm-hmm. And then there's just like a little puddle of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if... if- if a cat or a dog or a child uh, does leak, there's thankfully some excellent stuff that you can do. Uh, one, well, a child leaks. They're still in diapers. So it's not, not all as the bad. Time. It's not as bad. Well, like toddlers are not in diapers all the time and they can sometimes leak too. Uh, yeah. But in any case, uh, it, this is not like the cat like having accidents. For, like what well, going back uh, back a little back to our most recent visit so we went and we're like okay is it because she's licking too much and she's like causing a rash on her uh on her private parts and is that what is causing her to like need to pee yeah because she's right? sensitive or... yeah because she's like overly sensitive or we read that sometimes the pee gets matted in the fur and that's acidic so it makes it irritates the skin, the skin. so like is it because she licks too much uh and the doctor said well it might be that like that would be categorized as behavioral like obsessive uh compulsive um and we can either put her on like prozac to like calm her down and we've seen cats on Prozac. They like shut down and their eyes go wide yeah, they're, and they're not they're there. Crazy. They're not uh, in tune with their surroundings. Um, but alternatively, uh, I showed her, her her leg and it was all dry. And he's like, well, this could also be like allergies, uh, allergies or an eczema uh-huh. uh, type of situation. So she's overlicking and therefore she overstimulates the area and therefore she pees. Because oftentimes when she bends down that she was like leaking directly. So we would put a cone on her, and she would stop leaking directly, but she would still have accidents yeah. every now and then. So we weren't sure, like, is the area just, like, so full of pee that it's acidic that's still irritating her? Who knows at this point? So that's why we brought her back, even though it wasn't a UTI. Yeah. Um. So we brought her back, uh, and the guys and the doctor said, well, it could be, like, eczema, so let's give her a cortisone shot. That will last a month, and at the very least, you'll know, like, once a month runs out, if it suddenly starts again... That's just what it is, so we need to, like, treat this more regularly. I had the same thing done to me. <laughs> yeah, like, that's why we knew about it, because we were like, oh, yeah, Lynn uh, had the cortisone shots, so all those steroids, not good long term. Um, no, because it acts as an immunosuppressant, mm-hmm. so it, it pretty much stops your body from overreacting. Mm-hmm. So it kind of shuts everything down a little bit. You just don't want to shut it down permanently. <laughs> yeah, so therefore, long term is bad. But the thing is, from what I was told, what because I was on the pill for a, long, a while, for mm-hmm. three, like two to three months straight, the pills, and then, or two, I think two months or one month like every time is like a two week because they couldn't give me too much Mm -hmm. i think i was was on a full month 
at one time. And then they're like, well, since the pill isn't doing anything anymore. And it's it's not that it's not doing anything. Since, like, the moment the pill ends, I flare up. So they're like, why don't we give you a shot instead? And the shot will last longer. It'll last a month rather than you doing a two-weeks two interval every time. So when I did that and I went to see my dermatologist, she was like, actually, I don't approve of this uh, shot. Because the thing is, everybody's body reacts differently or everybody's body process things differently so just because it says it's a month doesn't mean it could last you a month yeah who knows like who knows how it's being processed in your body so therefore i can't really pinpoint when to start giving you a treatment or not mm-hmm. so we had to w- wait so, for you to so flare then up again. i had to really sit there and just endure it until i start to my body flares up again and that's when we know okay the shot did wear out mm-hmm. you know yeah, so uh, we we gave Kitan a shot um, just because she had like the leg problem anyway, so it's yeah. probably good. It's only every winter that she gets it that we've noticed so far. Yeah, she looks like, to the, the dry point, to the point where her legs are bare, no no fur left, no skin left, red, and, and it's blistered. red and it starts to blister. Like the skin there is tearing because. They got sharp tongues, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ever looked at a, a cat's tongue, there are, like, barbs on it. Yeah. Made of, like, Like, these nails. bristles, yeah, yeah that are scraping the skin. You can skin. think of, like, hangnails, except yeah. the whole tongue is made of that. It's a little brush. Yeah. Um, but it's made to brush hair, not skin. Yeah. Um, so as soon as there's skin involved, then it touches the skin, and then it rips the skin. So, uh, great for that, like, a little scratch, but not great for obsessive scratching. Yeah. Um, so we thought, okay, maybe it's that. Uh, and then the last thing he said, okay, let's do one more UTI test. Like, in the last report, we didn't see any crystals. We didn't see any bacteria. But just to be sure, yeah. like, let's do one more. Um, and then he called back the next day and he said, well, lo and behold, crystals. Yeah. Um, and what crystals are is just, like, mineral deposits that start to crystallize in the in the bladder. Uh, and it's the same thing that causes kidney stones or bladder stones. And it um, comes from the food, right? Like, they might yeah, not it's, it's what you have eat, a basically. good diet. Um, and when it's still crystals, it's not necessarily like a stone that needs to pass yet. So, so it's you can not still, hard. It's not hard. It's not as big, so it's it not, won't hurt as much. Yeah. So it's not necessarily painful. It's just like preventing her from like unconsciously doing a good squeeze to like tighten the tube kind yeah. of thing. Because she doesn't pee when she needs to either. Like she'll, she'll make attempts to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like she needs to pee, but it's like not going. Yeah, it's not coming out. Yeah, and you can tell she's like frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it, it, and I think we frustrate her too because every night she would pee somewhere, and we don't know until the next morning, and then that's when it actually seeped through to the furniture. Mm-hmm. So every night we do we try to like usher her into the bathroom, try to get her to pee, but by doing that we make and her the poor angry. Thing, she's like she's like doesn't need a pee, so she looks up and she's like meow. She's like and- I don't understand. <laughs> why you're forcing me. So then I put her back in the litter box she's like sniff sniff and turned around Yeah the poor thing so with her cone and everything like it's so pitiful. So we came home with a cortisone (laughs) shot in her and everything's fine and then that night oh my god. She peed like five times in one night. She peed five times in one night. All on the bed and and four of those times were on the bed. Because she sleeps with us on the bed. Mm-hmm. So the first time, she, she she normally sleeps in between my legs. Like, if I'm lying straight, I have my legs slightly, like, at a, as a V-shape. And then she sits right in between my legs because she, she likes being snug. So in the middle of the night, it was around 11... No, it was 12.55 because I looked at the clock. I want to know how 
late it was. 12.55, I felt scratching on my leg. Because mm-hmm. she's often on top of the blanket. I felt scratching at the blanket, and I looked up, and I was like, oh, she peed through my blanket. Mm-hmm. So then, but you were asleep. And Demetra and I both use have different blankets because we each steals each other's blanket in the middle of the night. So we've been sleeping with our own blankets throughout the night. So she was sleeping on my blanket and she peed there. So then I was like, okay, I'll just remove that because I don't want to sleep in a puddle of pee all night. Mm-hmm. So I removed that, put it in the laundry basket, and then I grabbed new blankets, put it on top of me, so I slept, right? Mm-hmm. And then throughout the night... So she moved to my side. So she decided to go on top of Dimitri's bedside and slap on top of his legs. And in the middle of the night, heard, sh- sh- you hear the scratching again. Oh, and, and then I moved my foot and I felt wet. You heard the scratching. Mm-hmm. And so we sat up and we're like, did she pee? But no, she didn't pee. So then she went and sat on my side of the bed on my blanket. And I was like, did she like... And then you rolled over and then there was you a whole what? puddle on your blanket. Right? And mm-hmm. that was like at like 5 in the morning. Yeah. So we swapped out his blanket and then we end up sharing a, a blanket together. Because at that point we didn't have any more blankets. Mm-hmm. And then later on, like an hour or so later, she peed again on my side. <laughs> the, the poor thing. Like, you really know she's not doing this on yeah. purpose. Because she just wants to, like, cuddle and, and, and get comfort with and us. La- and uh, when she peed, I think, was it last night or two nights ago when she did it? It wasn't, like, normally she pees when she bends up, when she's licking and cleaning mm-hmm. herself. This was but I sleeping. noticed she was just sleeping and she peed. And, like, she was, you know, appalled by it. Mm-hmm. So, the poor thing. So, in in one night, she peed five times. Mm-hmm. And so, I spent 12 hours yesterday, literally 12 hours, doing laundry. Mm-hmm. I wash every single blanket I own, every single uh, tarps, everything mm-hmm. that we have that is hers. Because she's literally peed the entire house yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully she didn't pee in bed last night. Yeah, last night was so, so crazy. Uh, so they said the the urinary SO, which is a special food. Yeah. Uh, that takes about 10 days to kick in. Oh, it does? Uh, to fully dissolve uh, the crystals. Oh. I think on the bouts that she like pees a lot like this, that's like when a crystal is passing. And then there are like a few days where it's like calm. Yeah. That's when there's so no... So we're going to probably expect more. No, I, I'd say we would expect it to get better from, like, here on out. Okay. Um, I think combined with the fact that she is maybe not as itchy as well because of the cortisone shot. Yeah. I think all of this might help. Yeah. Um, she, we took her cone off yesterday, and she... Because it was covered in pee, by the way. Yeah, and and since we had to take it off, she was cleaning herself all day long, and she did not have any accidents yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that was a surprise. Yeah. Because generally, like, she was fine with the cone. And then as soon as we took the cone off and she, like, Excessive took a moment licking. to start obsessively licking, that's when she would pee. Oftentimes in her face. Like, it's, like, the poor thing. Um, so. Sorry yeah. this episode had turned into an update on Keithan's situation. But going back to my nose problem. Mm-hmm. My nose have saved us so many times. Yeah. Because it can it can detect where the pee is and then the the miraculous thing is you take that thing out and the the smell is gone yeah like if if that tainted thing is in that room it will just seep yeah um kind of oh. like my office right now 
Yeah. So, uh, we mentioned, like, hey, there are some good things that you can do if the cat is peeing. Do not wash with, like, warm water and soap. That will bake it in, apparently. Mm. Um, so, if you can... I've been doing the laundry like that. If you can, get either, like, laundry is an excellent thing that has enzymes in it. Or get an enzymatic spray and treat the thing first, if that makes any sense. What this does is it breaks down all the urea, which is in the pee that smells. It breaks it down into just gaseous compounds, which then just disperse. And oftentimes, if you have like a couch, you can go ahead and spot treat it and fix it if you can catch it fast enough. And there will be no like taint that's that's left over. That said, the spray itself smells rather strongly in a different way. And Miss, I have a super nose over here. Uh, Ties can't even, from that. <laughs> yeah, can't even handle that. So um, this is purely if the smell of pee is the thing that's bothering you, not the smell of like cleaning agents. Everything bothers me. Yeah. Um, fun, but, fun, fun fact. But the cleaning agents go away after a little bit. The pee does no, not. No, it does not. Our couch still smells like that cleaning agent. And it's been, like, ever. <laughs> okay. Well, the cleaning agent bothers me a whole lot less don't, than don't, don't get a wife that has a super nose, I guess. Yeah. Just, uh, bring her back to the wife depot. I was able to sniff out a gas leak in our fireplace. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I, I sniff out things that, yeah, normally it's... The gas leak was so faint. That only, like, if you're kind of in the vicinity of the fireplace that you're able to sniff it out. Even when I told you, you're like, I can't smell it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it was a gas leak. Yeah, and it wasn't dangerous enough to, like, cause any issues. Like, it was so minor Mm -hmm. that, like, if you know anything about how gas works, you need a fair amount of it mixed with oxygen to actually, like, have a flame. Uh, this was just like not enough to maintain anything. Yeah, and it's a it's not a fireplace that we use, so it's just sitting there. Anyway. Yeah, so we disconnected the whole thing. But if you ever need to make sure, like you have like a pipe and you don't know, <laughs> ask Lynn to come sniff. No, it out I, for you. you can ask Lynn to come sniff it out for you. But something you can do is mix uh, soap and a little bit of water. And it's important that you don't mix vigorously. You want the water to like be free of suds, like of bubbles. Yeah, you so, want to mix it just enough so like that... Like, dilute it. Yeah, but you don't want to mix it so vigorously that there's already bubbles formed. Yeah, which is what Lynn did the first time. I, I didn't know. I know. Uh, so, now that you do know, like, you want to mix it just to dissolve the soap in the water. And then you take that and you rub it along the joints. Yeah, you uh, drip it of, where you think the, the gas leak is. Mm-hmm. And since there's soap there... It'll make bubbles. It'll make bubbles, and that's how you know there's... Mm-hmm. There's a gas leak. Yeah, and that's also how, how, like, the contractors and builders do it when they, like, install the pipes to make sure that there's no leaks for water, like, before they put water and stuff. They'll just go ahead and pressurize it and then have a little spray bottle with soap and water and then spray. Mm -hmm. And if there are any bubbles, got to re-weld it. Mm -hmm. Uh, If there are no bubbles, it's good and nice and sealed. So they'll go ahead and do that at every joint um, to make sure it's good. Um, just unfortunately it breaks down over time. So, yeah. uh, if it's not welded, if it's like screwed, that's when you need to go ahead and, um, redo it every now and then. I've saved your house from burning down several times too. Your parents' house? Mm-hmm. Where the, sometimes they have the stove, uh, nozzle turned slightly so it mm-hmm. didn't latch onto the off. Mm-hmm. Like it's still kind of halfway there. So there was gas leaking several times and I saved your house from dying. That's apparently like the number one cause of like... <laughs> 
Like, household so, problems is yeah. like the stove. Um, for instance, our stove, all the knobs are on the side. So if you walk by it and you're not paying attention, yeah, especially bump- because we have a door right there, your like pocket can catch and turn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like especially terrifying for me. Like I am super conscious of it now that it happened yeah. like, once. That was all that it needed. That I'm you like, turn oh, on shit. the stove, which like to four yeah. too. It wasn't just like a little bit. Um, so. Yeah, watch out with your stove. Have a wife with a super nose. Uh, take care of your wife with a super nose when it over eventually gets like overdone. Uh, get some cleaning products that will be able to dissolve cat pee. And adopt uh, some cats. They're adorable. And adopt some cats because like Sesame doesn't have this problem. None of the cats I've ever had ever had this problem. It's a rare thing. And the poor thing is suffering and they rely on you to like help them. If they're in the in the wild, they would just get fleas on top of their thing and then get a uti and then like die of this so it's like super preventable it's super manageable you just gotta like hold their hand through it and the poor thing kidan and i have like bonded so much more since she like started the whole Mm -hmm. problem like she now sleeps with me she comes to me like lean against me and just for petting or like would just cuddle with me mm-hmm. where she never did that when yeah, she's we very had... alone yeah for the two years that we've owned her she never wanted to do mm-hmm. want anything to do with cuddling or she likes to be just near you or in the same room as you but she doesn't want any like human contact as much as sesame but lately since she's like in a very poor situation She's been loving the cuddling. She comes to bed with me every night, sleeps on me every night, you know? Mm-hmm. We, we, we're we bonding. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess as, like, a final note, never yell at your cat for, like, peeing on something. Yeah. Uh, one, it might be unintentional, like it is here, and then you're just yelling at them and make them anxious, and then yeah, like, they're them... scared of you. Mm-hmm. That's no good. Um, and two, if it's behavioral, then you're not really in- reinforcing anything by yeah. yelling at them. Uh, you want to be like diverting, um, get them to focus on something else or get them to like you, if they're about to do it, you can go ahead and pick them up and bring them to the litter box and like redirect rather than yell and say, no, no, like that's not going to do anything practical in that situation because it's, it's something different that's going on rather than like, I want to destroy this or Mm -hmm. that. Like, even if they're doing that, like yelling no is not necessarily going to help you. Um, so they're they're smart but they're not that smart you can't reason with them (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's no negotiation yeah anyway thanks for listening bye everyone bye